0: cooked food, including meat, selling of clothes, bars and hair salons will all be banned if the establishment and management of the Markets Bill 2020 is passed into law. If this sounds like something that you're interested in, please stick around to this podcast because I'm going to give you a detailed explanation of exactly what I mean. listening to the ask me about the law podcast where we have free and honest conversations about the law find us on facebook twitter instagram and linkedin the handle is at ask me about the law and send us your legal questions by leaving a comment or a dm so in a bit to improve hygiene and organization of markets in uganda the Worker's MP introduced the Establishment and Management of Markets Bill 2020, which is intended to repeal the current Markets Act Cap 94 of 1942. Yes, we have been using a law in 2020 that was enacted in 1942 uh, by the Legislative Council. But anyway... Let us celebrate the fact that there is a current legal framework in the pipeline that will replace the Markets Act of 19, 1942. So, the objectives provided by the Minister in light of the establishment and management of the Markets Bill is one to facilitate the establishment, management, and development of markets in Uganda. Two, to allow private citizens to own markets in Uganda in accordance to ownership rights guaranteed by the Constitution of the Republic of Uganda of 1995. Three, is to provide for an expeditious dispute mechanism in markets. Four, is to provide and regulate the running of certain businesses in markets. And um, fifth, is to regulate the sale of certain goods and products in markets. Please keep listening to the Ask Me About The Law podcast because I have amazing exciting news i'd like to share with you guys especially if you are an entrepreneur you have a business a talent and you'd like to have a talent podcasted. stick around to this podcast i have big news for you the objectives of the establishment of the management of markets bill is endeavored and tailored to meet the failures of the current market act which unfortunately did not cater to the increased migration of uh, Ugandans from rural areas to urban areas and also the current increasing population in urban centers and with most people opting to en- engage in the marketing business as an as a way to make ends meet. So in the spirit of also creating the objectives of the establishment of management and uh, establishment of market build, especially in regards to establishing ownership of markets i think the intended objective was to also deal with the constant increase disputes in the country especially in regards to ownership of markets case in point the recent matter before the high court in regards to toro market vendors versus toro municipal council uh, case number 47 of 2009 where the main dispute is ownership of the toro market the proposed bill establishes what a market is and it says um, the bill defines a market as any open area building or event at which people can gather to build and sell goods or food so this definition is very broad it covers it can potentially also cover something like a supermarket because it's in a building and it's in a building where they're selling goods it could cover uh, an open market, for example, the KCCA market, which used to be in town, designated on Sundays, can amount to a market p- under this definition. So it covers; it's very broad and covers a lot of perspectives in comparison to the f- uh, the current Market Act, which unfortunately does not give a specific provision in regards to definition of a market. So that the downside to this is it has created an environment where. There are so many makeshift markets that are not specifically provided for. So because of lack of a proper definition, there's like no distinction of what is a market exactly. So the definition may may perhaps help in better planning and management of the city. You are listening to the Ask Me About The Law podcast, where we have free, honest conversations about the law. Ask Me About the Law podcast is a spin off of Ask Me About the Law blog available at www.kevejonne slash wordpress.com. We release new content every Sunday at 7 pm via www.kevejonne slash wordpress.com and also via podcasts on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. If you're enjoying the show, please send us a comment, like this podcast, share this podcast, and also recommend this podcast to all your friends and family. You can also find us on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. The handle is at Ask Me About The Law podcast. Leave us a DM and also a comment, or you can comment your legal questions and we'll endeavor to answer them. If you're enjoying this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you can, you can and will receive our future podcasts that we air every Sunday at seven pm. For purposes of this podcast, I will keep calling the Establishment and Management of Markets Bill, the bill for to cut down on the repetition. So if the bill is passed into law, it will allow the establishment, ownership, management and development of markets by the central government, the local government, companies and as well as private individuals provided obviously you have the money. That's like the only uh, prerequisite. But the Act also lists down provisions that persons who would like where institutions would like to own a market niche to meet. So first things first the person has to forward an application to the local government for a license to establish an operator market. This application must include the name and address of the applicant, the proposed name and physical location and nature of the proposed business activity. It should also include the technical drawings of the market ma- market plan sorry the existing or proposed physical infrastructure, the evidence of ownership of the land for the proposed market, and the local authority shall then proceed to have a series of meetings with the applicant to uh, authenticate the information that the applicant has forwarded. So this provision will directly override the Market Act provision that vests authority of establishment and control of markets strictly with local authorities, and also mandates that the district administration or municipal council or town council are the only ones uh, that can establish or maintain markets within the jurisdiction. So section 9 of the bill will allow the local authority to decide on um, the specific type of commodities that may be kept or displayed for sale in the store or shops within the market and as such prohibiting the sale of certain goods and articles provided for under section 24 of the bill which may include one it prohibits the sale of live animals other than poultry and fish which have to be sold by the way uh, in stalls that are specifically designated for that specific purpose this means that the only live animals that are allowed to be sold in the markets is chicken and fish and for one to sell chicken and fish they have to first get approval from the local authority to get stalls that are designated for them to sell poultry and fish so two, it uh, they also cannot sell hides and skin they cannot sell fresh meat and offers except within a meat stall or a shop license as such so if someone wants to sell meat uh, fresh meat and offers they need to get permission from the local authority and get specific stalls that are specifically tailored for them to sell um, fresh meat and offers and then three they need to also It prohibits also cooked food or any other food prepared for immediate consumption except within a restaurant so there will be specific structures uh, in the market that are built as restaurants to sell specifically cooked food so the cooked food cannot be sold anywhere other than in those designated places then uh, clothes and manufactured goods are prohibited from being sold in the markets except in specifically constructed stalls or shops that are set specifically for selling clothes and manufactured goods. Under section 24 of the bill, if anyone violates the above stated provision, they commit an offence and are liable to conviction to a fine of 10 currency points or imprisonment for a period not exceeding four months, or both the 10 currency points and the imprisonment not exceeding four months. So unfortunately the bill has not yet provided exactly how it will compute the 10 currency points but following the old framework under the under section three of the markets act section three of the market act provided for the for the offenses and penalties that stated that if any person who contravenes any provisions of the act or any rule or any bylaw made by under it commits an offense and is liable on conviction of a fine not exceeding 500 currency 500 shillings sorry or to imprisonment for a period not exceeding three months so if they maintain the same parameters of using 500 shillings as a, as a groundwork obviously I don't expect that they will they will compute lower than 500 but at least now we can gauge the working parameters that they may work along to compute the currency situation so section 25 of the bill will prohibit anyone from operating the following businesses in the marketplaces unless they've uh, been authorized and approved by the government these include one medical clinics are banned from being conducted in the marketplaces hair salons are banned from being operated in marketplaces metal and carpentry workshops banned from operating in marketplaces and bars yes that needs to sink in bars bars cannot work in marketplaces interesting so if you know of any bars that are around marketplaces please leave a comment under this this podcast and tell me about that because I don't know why I can't think of head of any bar that's in a marketplace I'm still thinking I can't think of head so section 27 of the bill if passed into law will restrict entry of specific persons who are one medically certified to be suffering from infectious disease or contagious disease i think this is in light of covid 19 but then again i like i said it's not like i'm going to walk around with like my medical papers in my face saying "Yeah, i've been diagnosed with a contagious disease but then again uh on a serious note i have reservations on this because uh, especially considering uh how people have a perception regarding HIV AIDS yes it's a, it's a serious disease but then again people tend to define it as uh, I don't know they have just generally I would like to see how they are going to interpret this specifically because it is a double-edged sword that may actually end up doing more harm than good Um. Uh, another restricted category of people is people who are under the influence of drugs and alcohol, people are also in possession of a firearm or any other kind of ammunition without reasonable cause so I think um, unless the provisions recognise that there may be need to have metal detectors at both the entrance and the exit, otherwise it's not like I'm going to walk in and be like I have a gun, it's in my face, I'm going to put it in your face you know I would really love to see how they're going to implement these provisions because on paper some of them are a little bit abstract ah uh, now finally this is the one that is is very personal for me so people who are in possession of a pet are not allowed to have access to premises like ouch so if you have a pet you cannot uh, access the premises of a marketplace or so remember when you're going shopping please keep your pets at home don't go to with them to the market so the bill will also prohibit um, specific activities from being carried out in the market, and this is under section 28 of the bill, which provides that any person shall not uh, conduct within the uh, provisions of the market player games. So people have been playing ludo and uh, and almost so in the marketplaces. Pro- uh, prov- provisions by this law will strictly prohibit this behavior. And then also shouting, whistling, singing, playing, any musical instrument unless otherwise authorized by market management. I think the whole idea behind this specific provision was to uh, try and cut down on the noise pollution in marketplaces. If you go to market, I think they're the loudest places in Kampala. But then again, I, I don't know how they're going to implement this because, like I said, it's not realistic. But for this provision, I'm, specific, I'm specifically very excited about because sexual harassment happening in town in markets like i, I personally reached a point where i try i try and stay away from specific areas on town because the sexual harassment is serious like you reach a point someone will shout and force you to buy things if you don't buy there's a problem like the you know that shouting is just too much and it normally is categorized with uh, you know whistling and harassing women I i don't know I don't want to derail this conversation into now uh, sexual harassment and all the above, but you get my point exactly. I think women in Kampala, all of us have a story in regards to being shouted at or whistled at or harassed in the context of being in a market environment. So the bill will also prohibit spitting on market grounds or committing over nuisance in a market environment. Like I said, I would really love For the law to be more elaborate especially in regards to these provisions so to all my fellow women out there if you would have any interesting conversation especially in regards to the harassment that happened in marketplaces please leave a comment under this podcast i'd really love to hear from you guys what really happened if you're comfortable with having this conversation so the law provides that if a person who violates the provisions of this bill on unauthorized activities being conducted in the marketplace commits an offense and is liable on conviction to a fine of 10 currency points or imprisonment not exceeding a period of four or both. So like, again, like I said, the bill is yet to provide extensively what and how it will compete that 10 currency points. So for you entrepreneurs, um, The big thinkers that think outside the box, creative thinkers, anyone with a business. I'd like to share this opportunity to say thank you for listening. Thank you for following Ask Me About The Law. And also I'd like to support your hustle, your business, your struggle. Please send a two-minute video or two-minute audio talking about your business in sort of in an advert form so that we can share it on Ask Me About The Law podcast as well as Ask Me About The Law YouTube channel and also a small write-up on Ask Me About The Law blog. The idea is that we're trying to help support each other. I support you, and you also support me, so that we can grow together as a community. So you can find more more to this effect by sending us a comment, a message, or an inbox on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The handle is at Ask Me About the Law, literally how it's built. Or you can reach out to me personally on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. My handle is at Naga joan and I will give you feedback to this effect. I'm also going to leave links to my social media handles and also Ask Me About The law social media handles in the description box of this podcast. Hello, my name is Nagariv Johan and welcome to Ask Me About The Law podcast, a spin-off of Ask Me About The Law blog available at www.kevejoann slash wordpress.com At Ask Me About The Law, we have free and honest conversations about the law and we release new content every Sunday at 7pm which is available at www.kevejonne slash wordpress.com and on podcast via Spotify and Google Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn. The handle is at Ask Me About the Law. Kindly leave us a DM or a comment asking your legal questions and we will endeavor to answer those questions as soon as possible because your questions are very important and we think and know it is very important that we reply to them.